follow my Twitter account, Clues for Sleuths, for images and updates, or look for my upcoming ebooks. Attention Hong Kong Police Detectives I request police to investigate these SMS messages which were sent to my phone. This SMS proves that an international organization of murderers for hire operates in Hong Kong. My concern is that organization will continue to murder and threaten. The SMS images attached below proves. 1. I was also poisoned in Philippines standing inside the Manila Bureau. This SMS proves they knew I was poisoned with a concoction of LSD and toxin that time, is why the message included information relating to such a hallucinatory experience. 2. This SMS also included information about the David whom I wrote about in e-book before I entered Hong Kong. This proves they tracked me to Hong Kong and illegally took control of another stranger's phone outside my quarantine hotel. 3. This SMS states that the David is CIA, also proves there is a link between them and the American government. I witnessed this organization use a network of private security contractors, State Department investigators, CIA, NSA, and criminal organizations. I found this bank trust account only after this organization told me about it in the Philippines, therefore. I must be telling the truth, because it came true. By law, my family trustee was supposed to notify me in writing about the bank account, but they never did nor did they tell me about it. I hired a lawyer in 2019 who found it. Money sent to me before that were gifts, I was told. Then something else turned out to become true after I wrote about several instances of the NSA then I followed that money into the account and discovered an email address, this one creenwald1 at verizon.net. Then I followed that email to http slash slash nationalsecurity.org. Carol Greenwald is just one of many people inside my parents' network. My father also worked for the American government. Letter in support of Larry Margulies. Submitted by Nguyen Weeks. October 17, 2022. My name is Nguyen Weeks and I work in an organizational development department that supports the leadership and development of healthcare workers across the state of California. I possess a Bachelor of Science in Marketing Communication from Emerson College and a Master's in Public Administration from the University of San Francisco. I have known Lawrence Larry Udowitz for 34 years. We met while in a mutual class together in the 10th grade. Although decades have passed, we remain in contact and remain friends. In addition to our friendship, it was customary for my mother to meet all of my friends. She believed that all my friends were a part of a network of people she wanted to be engaged with. Larry met my mother on numerous occasions and they would engage in thoughtful and heartfelt discussions while we were in high school and beyond. It is my understanding that individuals in his family are attempting to state that he has mental health issues that impact his ability to think, live or build a life for himself. In all of the years I have known Larry. I have never known him to exhibit mental health challenges outside of the typical youth and young adult development phases and experiences that shape the lives of young people. My second interaction with his father made me ponder about how children create behaviors to deal with traumatic situations in their lives and what impacts a household with excessive controls produces. On the second visit to see Larry, I brought a family friend, Odessa, who resided in Newton. 
a neighboring town, to come socialize. On this particular day, as we rode through the back roads, which were dark because it was past sunset and because it was heavily shaded, Larry spotted his father's car and he froze and pulled over on the side of the road. My friend and I had no idea what to expect at that moment. Larry walked over to his father's car and they started to argue. When Larry got back into the car, his father took his Cadillac and rammed it into the side of the sob on the passenger's side. This seemed erratic and extremely scary because we were in a very remote location, we did not really know his father and there is a car being used against another car. My friend and I got out of the car and Larry's sister got into the car and drove away. Larry's father told us that we should go home. As we walked, 45 minutes, to the closest train station, we were bewildered that his father would show this level of violence, and it was in public, although whether in private or public, I did not feel it was merited. Nor a productive way to get to the end result he was hoping for. As a person outside of the family, it was shocking, harmful, and I would even go as far to say traumatic. My friend and I were bewildered and fearful of Dr. Udowitz. We wondered what the real-life implications were for Larry especially when at this phase of life it is customary for teenagers to express more of their independence and question those in authority. Despite that experience, it was clear that Larry had a dichotomous relationship with his father. On the one hand, he absolutely revered him and respected his accomplishments, and at the same time, there was always an underlying theme of fear woven into the relationship. Larry always sought the love, nurturance, and guidance from his father, but the relationship was strained and it had its limitations. Larry has always been a kind individual, who when motivated, will put his all into what he wants to accomplish. Larry can be pensive and thoughtful about his interactions. He has always taken chances where others may be more risk-averse, whether it's business or travel. Larry is also resourceful and a strategic thinker who has ventured across the globe making relationships and building a life that affirms who he is and what he wants to do in the world. It is my belief that during his childhood, Larry faced traumatic experiences that shaped him, that required coping strategies, but even with that, he is a person that would go against the grain challenged what he thought was not right. Questioned the notion of blind acceptance of harmful behaviors and actions by authority figures, and has charted a life that allows him to build the life he wants. One ebook excerpt about Dave from Before I Arrived to Hong Kong. From my ebook titled Titled 2016 2017. Help save Lawrence Udowitz, stop this real hit team. David said he would tie Lawrence's feet to cement and drop him into the ocean. Emails of my mother's death threat and motive. Eviad, my mother, sent, Sunday, November 19, 2017, 12.28 p.m. to, Shulman, Ken W. Subject, Important Dear Ken, Please forward to Larry the enclosed letter, To Larry, you succeeded in trashing our whole family and, to top it off, you put a price in our heads. Email from my mother to my lawyer in February 2020. I think he is trying to substantiate a case against his family, proving that he is not mentally ill. From, James M. Benedek. Sent, Thursday, May 13, 2021, 2.09 p.m. To, Robert Hamer. Subject, Udowitz. Mr., Hamer. 
I am the new co-trustee with Evelyn Yudowitz on the trust FBO Larry Yudowitz. Please let me know if I can be of assistance. Thanks, Jim Benedek. Carol Greenwald. From, Carol Greenwald, Greenwald1 at Verizon.net. Sent, Thursday, July 1, 2021, 11.18 a.m. To, James M. Benedek. Subject, Re, Udowitz. Jim, my apologies. I overdrew the account with a purchase so there was not in cash in the account to wire today. Earlier this morning, I sold some funds kept in BSV. A short-term bond fund dot to provide funds for the wire and it will go out on Tuesday, Monday is a holiday. I'm very sorry for the inconvenience this has caused. Carol Greenwald Note One Chinese police officer has information. He got a phone call asking for my English description while we bust across the Macau border, then processed my visa, in the gymnasium on 2019-03-03. Note. There is an English school headmaster at Eden's Language School. Who was my friend and received a package from America with my identification card. An American investigator followed that package to his office and he introduced himself to my friend. Those people also attacked me in that city, and these same people stole my passport in Guangzhou in 2019. The Beginning Around 2012 Threats and assassination attempts in Hong Kong Two men sat at my table and said they were going to kill me. I called my father right away, and he told me exactly what I said to those men, proving he had them sent. I was physically attacked that week and taken by security from the Mandarin Oriental Hotel to get 13 scalp stitches at the Hong Kong Hospital. After Hong Kong, they followed me into the USA, Canada, the Philippines, China, Macau, Mongolia, and UAE. I spoke with a Jonathan Benny on the phone in Hong Kong that same week of the attack. He acted very suspiciously. Benny later called my parents home looking for me when these assassination attempts happened. I befriended that CIA agent alias Jonathan Benny using Taiwan and Nigerian passports. He told me he was diplomatic security services, and another reliable source Alyssa Russell in Taiwan told me he works for the State Department. This podcast is continued, so please listen to it.